You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome to Aaron Menke's Cabinet of Curiosities, a production of iHeartRadio and Grim and Mild. Our world is full of the unexplainable. And if history is an open book, all of these amazing tales are right there on display, just waiting for us to explore. Welcome to the Cabinet of Curiosities. The treasure trove was enormous. It's a recent discovery in northwest Saudi Arabia. In fact, just this summer, archaeologists published their findings after years of work. What they found stunned them. A massive stockpile deep underground in the natural tunnel formed by a hollow lava tube. And the hoard inside? Hundreds of thousands of treasures. It's a find that overshadows the usual hoards that are turned up these days by folks with metal detectors and a keen sense of ancient burial sites. For instance, someone recently set the new record for finding the largest Old English treasure hoard. As important as their discovery is, it was just 131 gold coins and four more odd gold objects. That discovery outshines the famous Sutton Hoo burial ship, which had only offered up 37 coins to archaeologists. By comparison, the massive scale of the lava tube treasure surpasses it all by far. We can start to make sense of that, though, when we realize just how long it took the hoarders to work their stockpile. It was the work of generations. You see, once archaeologists started dating the objects they unearthed from the hoard, they found that the oldest was placed there nearly 7,000 years ago. In other places, they might not have survived. It was the extremely dry conditions of the lava tube that preserved them. But they're not just old. The most recent items date to about the middle of the 1600s. That means that to create this underground collection in the darkness of the lava tube, it wasn't just the work of generations, but the work of millennia. Not that it's a treasure that would attract anyone, though, because this is slightly unusual for a hoard. It wasn't gold or coins or even an ancient ship. It was a burial mound, though. That's right. The collection was a hoard of bones. They were densely packed into the lava tube, stretching away into the darkness. And as the researchers started to pull them out, test their ages, catalog them, and take notes, they began to see that this bone hoard contained pieces from over 14 different species. It included the bones of cows, camels, horses, rodents, and a lot more. The study got really serious, though, when they checked the bones for markings. Sure, they found cuts, and maybe that's what you'd expect. But they also found the marks of teeth. These bones had been chewed. Some were even partially digested. That tells us that these bones weren't just a burial mound for the dead. And here's the thing. It wasn't like these were just the bones of cows and goats. No, what the researchers found gave them a chill. Because some of the bones were human. In fact, it's human skull fragments that were found among the other gnawed bones. But what archaeologists guess about these skulls is even more gruesome than that. If we go by their best guess... They think these skulls were scavenged from graves. 
After the bodies of the dead were buried, someone from the clan of hoarders came through, sniffed them out, and dug them up. Then they lugged them back to the lava tunnel where they added them to a treasure trove. After they gave those skulls a good chew, of course, and one of the archaeologists even suggested that these skull caps with tooth marks are the only thing to survive because the hoarders chewed the rest to splinters. The pieces of skull candy only survived because they didn't taste quite as good. All of that would be truly horrifying if the family packing the lava tube with bones for 7,000 years was human. But as you may have guessed by now, this family was something else. No, the builders of this massive treasure trove weren't people, but hyenas. Striped hyenas, that is. These days, they're a threatened species. But they used to be a mainstay of the region. So, breathe a sigh of relief. But to me, the fact that it's a family of hyenas passing on the work of a major treasure trove from parent to child, that makes 7,000 years of stockpiling skeletons all the more impressive. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melody. 
Melon Serum. This next generation serum has the power of Melon Leaf stem cell technology. It's Melon Leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. By all accounts, he was a nice man. There's a lot of history to unpack around Henry I of England, so much that it reads like an early draft of Game of Thrones. Henry and his older brothers Robert and William were born to William the Conqueror. Upon their father's death, the older sons were given land and power, but Henry was not. He spent much of his time conspiring with William against Robert in an attempt to rise to power. The brothers fought often, jostling for land and control. None trusted the other, but both seemed to have trusted Henry the least. Honestly, after reading through the events, it's a wonder the brothers didn't kill each other, although for a while some historians wondered if one of them had succeeded. In early August of 1100, an arrow ended King William's life. With no male heir, Robert and Henry fought bitterly over the kingdom. And in the end, Henry was hastily crowned king. He settled into the kingdom, marrying and having two children, with Queen Matilda and countless other children with various mistresses. He enjoyed all the riches the life of a king offered, including power, women, and food. The royals had an appetite for the unusual, including swans and peacocks. The king had a fetish for fish. Often he overindulged in his favorites, lampreys, a type of eel found in brooks, rivers, and the sea. Henry was so fond of the dish, he ate them cooked in wine and even in a pie. Unfortunately for him, his favorite dish caused considerable digestive upset. Despite his doctor's warnings to stop eating them, though, the new king believed that, as the king, he was free to do as he wished. That mentality went far beyond the dinner table, though. He had a man thrown from the top of the castle, and he imprisoned his brother. After his second brother Robert invaded, Henry had him locked away for the remainder of his life. His quest for land and power had the king traveling extensively, too. The queen, however, never trusted ships or anything from the sea and stayed behind. Henry ruled harshly and was often quite brutal, which, as you might imagine, didn't endear him to the people of England. Neighboring kingdoms weren't exactly fond of him either, and though they tried to challenge his authority, Henry stayed in power. After his son drowned in 1120, leaving his succession in peril, Henry took a second wife, although they remained childless after that forcing the king to declare his daughter with his first wife his heir. He quickly married her off to Geoffrey of Anjou. Henry's relationship with his daughter, as you might imagine, was rather strained, causing fighting to break out along the new couple's borders and her father's. But at least he had his health, right? One late November, when King Henry was in his 60s, he arrived in Normandy for some hunting. By the end of the trip, though, he'd fallen ill. Days later, it became clear that he wasn't going to make it. So he summoned the archbishop along with members of the court. They settled his estate and wishes, and then he died on December 1st of 1135. Parts of Henry's internal organs were buried in Normandy, and his body lay in state for an extended period. Finally, he was returned to England and buried on his birthday in a ceremony attended by the church and nobles. News of the king's death spread quickly, and despite Henry's last wishes that his daughter become queen, a civil war known as the Anarchy began, 
lasting 18 years. The official cause of King Henry I's death, it hadn't been a hunting accident like William's demise decades before. No, Henry's death took a more bizarre twist. You see, during his stay in Normandy, a host served the king his favorite food, an all-you-can-eat buffet of eel. As the British like to say, Henry couldn't resist and tucked in. Within a week, he was dead. It's not clear if the meal had caused acute gastritis or if the king's death had been a case of food poisoning. Either way, it makes me wonder what they ate at the funeral feast. Was it lamprey pie? Or did the thought of that simply make them feel a little ill? I hope you've enjoyed today's guided tour of the Cabinet of Curiosities. Subscribe for free on Apple Podcasts or learn more about the show by visiting curiositiespodcast.com. This show was created by me, Aaron Mankey, in partnership with How Stuff Works. I make another award-winning show called Lore, which is a podcast, book series, and television show. And you can learn all about it over at theworldoflore.com. And until next time, stay curious. Thank you.